Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, it's the Thirsty Football Show, but more than anything, Happy St Piran's Day! Don't look like that, Mr Smith. If you don't know what St Piran's Day is, that's a shocker. On tonight's special St Piran show, grassroots gossip, a league look at our Step 7 clubs, the weekly flow serve and town talk, the good, the bad and the ugly from the world of sport, our heroes from last week and what's in store this weekend and... Joy upon joy, we play our new game, Who Am I? I'm Mick Bradley, he's a fake cockney and he got evicted from Yorkshire. And this is the renowned Radio Newark Sport. And the Geordie boys are in the sixth round of the FA Cup. How good is that? But let's at least start with a local theme to the show. Uh, Dave, look back last Saturday in our local football, please. Right, well, last Saturday afternoon, um, you were at the game, uh, Tony. Uh, Romulus beat Flowserve 1-0. Newark Town beat Crowcourt Town Courts 2-0. Well, they beat somebody, didn't they? They did, if, yes. If you read the Radio Newark social media pages, they weren't playing Kroll, was they? No, Clown, I think yes. it was. Yeah, but never mind. I'm not sure where I was getting th- that there. This comes from the geography expert that thinks yes. Kroll on the coast. Um, Collingham didn't have a game Saturday, but on um, Wednesday evening they lost, or last night even, they lost 3-1 at home to Harworth. Tommy Johnson um, actually scored with the last kick of the game, apparently. Man of the batch uh, went to Jacob Bennett. On Saturday, Harabi's game against away at Bristol was postponed, but they beat Northampton Salby Rangers 2-0 uh, during the week. Tom Rigby uh, got both goals. Grantham Town on Saturday had the Saturday side out. They beat Stalybridge Celtic 2-0. Uh, Martin McIntosh was announced as manager. Declan Dunn and Craig Westcar were the scorers. Now, strangely enough, Saturday, uh, Saturday should have been as Lockton versus Southwell, but it was postponed and it was moved to Bishop's Drive uh, for last night. Ended up City 4... Um, is that right? Yeah, City 4 as Lockton 2. Uh, City scorers were Ant Brown with a brace, Cal Law and Brad Peace McDonald. Uh, James Hallam and Pierce Hallam uh, were on target for the Cranmers. Um, both, I think, both sides enjoyed it. Um, the Crammer's Twitter account said they'd got quite a few new faces in the side and a couple of under-19, so I think they, they, they enjoyed seven, the game. Seven players seven. under-19 in that Crammer's Pretty good, team. isn't it? Uh, against, against a good Southall yeah. City side, yeah. That is not bad. So, game. very two, commendable. Two 16-year-olds, I think. Wow, that's very good. Uh, Saturday afternoon, um, Curtin against Southall City uh, was also postponed. Uh, in the Lynx League, we have Highcombe Town 2, Grimsby Borough Reserves 2, Jake Park and Marlon Grundy, as ever, on target there. Lincoln Moreland Railways game at home to Immingham Town was postponed. Bingham Town didn't get a game because Magdala Amateur's uh, pitch was uh, unfit to play on. Lincoln United didn't go to the oldest club, Sheffield FC, that was postponed. Sleaford had a, a nice Saturday afternoon. Their game away at Desford, sorry, Desborough was postponed. 
Um, they played uh, Rothwell Corinthians la- uh, last night and lost 3-1. Liam Tunstall was on target for the uh, Sleaford. Uh, also, Cleethorpe's Town, their game away at Wisbeach was postponed and their Tuesday night game away at League Town was postponed. And the last action, or not lack of action, Northampton Salby Rangers against Bourne Town was also postponed on Saturday. There's a lot of football still to be played, isn't there? And I'm, I'm going to have a, a whinge about the FA in a couple of minutes when, when we do the next section, but I think there's a lot of clubs out there that uh, have got to get a lot of football in between now and the end yeah, well, of the season. I mean, we've, all, we've been looking, haven't we? We'll come back to that yeah. a bit later, but we've been looking at uh, who we think has got to play the most... Uh, the most games and who's really in trouble yeah it's going to be an interesting time i was looking one or two clubs that'll end up like last season they'll be playing tuesday wednesday probably have thursday or friday saturday sunday often they'll be playing 11 games in 14 days and silly things like that at the end yes but professional footballers can't play twice in in a week apparently no poor loves you know you know what this means don't you it means the indians are after tony uh, hello. I, I, I just, I just want to know what Saint Piran's Day is. It's the patron saint of pixies and uh, Cornish pastels. Is it a Cornish thing? Then? Yes. Well, they, they, I never know any Cornish. Geordie, Balder. Here we go. <laughs> right. Um, what we're, um, what we do now, of course, is uh, we tell you what we think the good from the last week was, the bad from the last week, and actually the downright ugly from last week. And we open this out to the world of sport, Dave. What have you chosen that you're proud about? Well, the good, um, Watford 3, Liverpool 0. Nice to just um, show that they're not not totally unbeatable and to, to make it a little bit more interesting. It means I, I think as a closet Arsenal fan, you know, really, because Arsenal are um, the Invincibles. What was quite funny, the Arsenal fans started... Here we go. ...were delighted about the Invincibles uh, record and they were going on about how good they were. Several sets of fans pointed out that they drew 13 games that season, <laughs> including <laughs> Forrest's official account that asked them how many European Cups they won during their Invincible ah, period. Oh, who would have thought that? And there was also another tweet. They were saying, isn't it great when you support a famous club? Manchester United fans go on about that night when they were losing and they won the European Cup. Liverpool fans can boast about that night in Istanbul. And Arsenal fans can get wildly ecstatic over the afternoon that Watford beat Liverpool. That sums up the, the nearly club, doesn't it? Yeah. That was the good, and actually it, it, it did football the, wor- the world of good, although it, it didn't do the teams around the bottom of the Premier Division a lot of good. Um, bad. I've got a, one that I've got bad but i'll let you go with yours okay um this goes back to uh, back to a game between hoffenheim and bayern munich um unfortunately there was a banner appeared from the bayern fans um having a go at the hoffenheim uh, i think it was the president or, or one of the directors to which several times the bayern players stopped playing and went and remonstrated with them ended up that in the end um it was announced on the tannoy that they the game would be abandoned if the banner came out again um Bayern, Bayern Munich were winning 6-0 at the time uh, yeah it was Dietmar Hopp they were having a go at um, coach Hansi Flick and most of the players pleaded quite aggressively at the fans to put it coach away coach who? 
Coach Hansi Flick. Is that here, Flick? <laughs> yeah, Flick. Yes. Yeah, Flick. He absolutely Brilliant. is. Brilliant. Yeah. So, um, the game eventually restarted 70... With the, uh, the assistant <laughs> manager of Gruber. <laughs> yeah, Gruber. On 77 minutes when the fans were told it would be abandoned if the banner appeared again. So, just to tie out the last 30 minutes, the two sets of players just kicked the ball around on the pitch. We've lost it, Dave. <laughs> you can say this only once as it says he's gone. We're, we're, we've lost it. You have to be a certain age for Hello, hello. But I, I, I mean, getting back to you, silly woman. Do you not understand? Yeah. This is serious. This is serious. <laughs> uh, so, what was yours? They basically packed up playing, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they just basically they all came out and stood around the middle and just kicked the ball amongst themselves yeah. for the rest of the game. And, and why not? Hey, hey, why not indeed? Yeah. Why not indeed? That's the player's way of saying, you know, shut up. Mine's the FA yes. because um, on February the twenty fifth, Tall Station League, which is the southwestern Southwest, part yeah. of the country, asked the FA for an extension to the league due to the bad weather. Yeah. Now this is interesting because if they're asking. Everybody's going to be asking. Uh, today, the response came back from the FA. No, the league must finish on April the 25th. Wow. Get on with it. It's crazy. Mm. I, I mean, the Premier Division don't finish until May, the, but they, they need it finished, and I assume they need it finished, so they've got more time to work, the to work on the geography and get that yeah. all wrong again. The, the, Do they know the, concepts by the sea? The, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I think the FA, you know, are, are supposed to be helping grassroots. Well, that, that's, I'm a, just that's the comment you hear whenever you go yeah. to grassroots games yeah. is the FA are helping who exactly? Exactly. Well, certainly not helping the tall station league. And we'll talk no. about, actually, teams in the southwest because I've got a couple um, to mention because it's just sent Pyramid State today, Tony. Um, <laughs> which is nowhere near Curtain Brickworks. Which is nowhere near Curtain Brickworks. <laughs> or concert. Right. The the ugly, I mean, most people's going to go with Eric Dyer. Who are you going with? Well, yeah, I mean, I wrote, I wrote this before this ca- this came up. Um, a statement from the Southern, Southern Counties East Football League on Saturday. We're aware of reports of racial abuse at the game between Croydon and Kennington on Saturday 29th of February 2020, which was subsequently abandoned. The matter will now be investigated as per normal procedures by the appropriate county FA, and it would be inappropriate for the league to comment or take any action while those investigations are being conducted. As a league, however, we would like to say there is absolutely no place for racism in football in any way, shape or form. And once again, racism's raising its head and we don't know exactly what happened last night, but it just seems more and more abuse from the terraces at players on the pitch. I know a professional footballer shouldn't go and climb into the stands and he, he should rise above it, but when, when he looks up and his own brother is being either verbally or physically abused... I've got a, I've got a certain amount soft, uh, yeah, for Eric Dyer in all. In, in, yeah. in all. I know he shouldn't have done it, but you know they're there to play football. The family is not there to take abuse. No, it's as simple no. as that. You know, if, if he missed a penalty or if he had a bad game, boo him. That's what football's all about. Yeah, yeah it's not a problem. But actual verbal or more abuse at the family. No, it, no. It, it's not on. It's not on, not at and all. And I think he's only done what... Most people would Most people do. would have done. Yeah. So I, I think he's in for a ban, almost certainly. Oh, I think, I think the FA... Somebody said that this morning um, that instead of banning him, they should take him to one side and give him some counselling and help him and look after him and talk to him. But no, they'll stick a six-month ban on him because it's the easy mm. thing to do. Yet yeah. the people who did all the abusing will probably be the next Tottenham match. It's yeah. wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally uh, agree with what 
Eric Dyer did, in the same way that I totally agree with what Eric Cantona did. If somebody in the crowd is shouting abuse, take it into your own hands and sort it. Because What's your it, violence is the answer, because... Well, no, no, but I mean, I, I, I don't think any football fan, even whether you support Manchester, Manchester, Manchester United or not... It shouldn't get... It shouldn't be personal abuse. No, that, that it shouldn't be no. personal abuse. One more whinge, by the way. No reserve day for the semi-finals of the T20 Women's World Cup. Ridiculous. I, I mean, that is pathetic. For something yeah. that lasts three hours... And the yeah. final is what, Saturday or Sunday? And Why the heck can't they play it and tomorrow? And the flagship competition. Yeah, that you've took people all over the world for and spent yeah. the last year building up to it. Yeah. And it rains and there's no reserve day. I think that's terrible. I think it's... Absolutely shocking. I think it's terrible that they, they should do that to the players. But what about the supporters? Yeah. Who've actually gone over there yeah, to sort just, of, you know... You know, the, it's the biggest day... They, they've made the trip to the other side of the world. The players, their biggest tournament they're ever going to play in, and they don't give them a second opportunity. If, you don't rain after t if it's raining for two days solid, well, maybe, okay, you've got to, you might to make a call. But come on. That is just poor. Talking of sorting things when um, the weather intervenes, have you seen uh, that Selston have been given a walkover against Bull Hall Swifts? I'll come to throw serve in a minute. Mm. The blues are going up, Buick Town, pump it up. The blues are going up, Buick Town, pump it up. The blues are going up. Which, of course, means it's time to talk about Newark Town, and we'll play the flow serve music for Tony in a very few minutes. Um, Dave, what you got to tell me? Because I think it's more off the field than on the it field. It is. Um, I, I was looking at the league tables tonight, and Richard Lane um, has confirmed this for me that at the Central Midland Football League's meeting on uh, Monday night, they ratified the resignation by Renishaw uh, two weeks ago. Knock on effect is Newark Town will lose six points, uh, Dinnington Town lose two games in hand, and Retford are smiling because the game that they lost effectively has been scrubbed. It um, just about brings Retford back into the competition, don't Because we can't. You know, we said four might go up, then it was one might go up. Now, common consensus seems to think it it's probably two, two yeah. that's going up, but actually nobody knows until April no. the 25th, even though that league finishes well after April the 25th. Um, I don't know. No, I mean, it, it does do, bring Redford back does, into it, and Redford have got Dinnington to play. They have. It, do, it does mean that there's perhaps something in it more than pride. Um, so if Redford are thinking, well, we've and they have heard that there's possibly two going up, it's worthless over... They know they can't prob they can't overthrow Newark now, but if they can catch Dinnington and they sneak back up on the, in the second berth, if there is a second berth, it's worth taking that chance, surely. It's got to, it's got to make the game against Dinnington mean a lot more than, than it was. And otherwise. if Newark slip up, of course, it brings Newark back into the into the equation as, as well for, yes. for them. So. I mean, Newark have got to win all their games, and yes. you've got to hope and that Dinnington do slip up um, somewhere. And, and then just hope... Um, that, uh, yes, as you say, Dinton, yeah. Dinton got... One, very quick, um, we, we mentioned it on Monday, because I think it's, I think it's wonderful, the, the average crowd was worked out, taking the county game out of it, because that was a, a yes. one-off, uh, of, of 97, yeah. and I think the average crowd of Newark's last season when they played at Collingham was 30-something. It was 30-something, yeah. Um, so they've, they've, they've trebled, they've trebled yeah. the gate by coming... By coming uh, to Newark. And there's the advantage as well. You've obviously, um, at the beginning of the season, we were uh, doing, you know, Newark Town was selling their own teas and stuff, so there's a bit of a make on the tea and coffee. Um, there's a, a prize draw most weeks, so they are making, so they are actually got other income as well now. 
with it being a uh, fairly new ground ground hoppers are coming out and they're all fighting to get the programs on saturday there was a run on programs because there's not many uh 20 there's not many people have a program with it's got the 29th of uh, february on it mm. of course no, yeah, yeah of course yeah. that 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 and that's another one so i would suggest that every single member of the committee at newark town are absolutely over the moon about those attendances i because, would have uh, i would have thought so. and to say that some of those if not probably three quarts of those games seemed to clash with flow serve games as well they did yes and the weather was yeah. um, particularly uh poor for for some of them as well i think that did i mention that it's st pyramid's day today yeah did could you just say it again i might not have caught it He'll say this only once. St. Pyrrhon, of course, <laughs> is the patron saint of Cornwall, and that gives me an opportunity uh, to play this again. <laughs> uh, and it also gives me an opportunity to introduce our new game. Our well, new game... You've already sported... You said earlier, who am I? You said, and I'm Mick Bradley, so that's the game. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our new game... Got, got a draw. Listen, you two, <laughs> behave. Our new game... <laughs> it's called Who Am I? Got him. And you are allowed. I've got five questions of, of descend in descending order. You are allowed one answer. If you give me an incorrect answer, you are out. Yeah. Right. You are out. Okay. And the other one can just make sure he's got it right to gain some points. And over the weeks, the points will be added. Oh. 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 Okay. Right. Bit more St. Perrin first, though. Producer's outside shaking his head, but never mind. And I thought I was going to get asked about railway tunnels this week. No, you're not. For ten points, then, gentlemen. Remember, one chance. I was born on the 3rd of March, 1938. Anything? Nothing. Tony? No. Nothing. For eight points. 82 years later... I still hold a world record. Oh, 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 I've got them. For five points then, gentlemen. I was only 123 days old when I created the record. For three points. After the record... My middle big end bearing ran hot and I had to return home. Mallard. Yes! <laughs> yes, this week we celebrate the world steam record of 125.88 <laughs> miles per hour at milepost 90 and one quarter near Little Bifum. Uh, in, in fairness to Tony, if you'd have asked about the the, the Sodor railway speed record, but, but, you'd probably yeah, know. I'm yeah. never, I'm never fair to Tony. <laughs> but, but, uh, Three no. points to Pitchside Dave. That we'll carry over to to next week. And did you also realise that this week, because this week in the Thank Mick, God in, I didn't say Bobby Charlton. Mick, in Mick Bradley's world, <laughs> is is a, is a massive week because not only have we got um, the anniversary of Mallard, who was 130 years old yesterday. 130 years old yesterday. Not the Flying Scotsman. The Thorpe Road Bridge. Was it? The fourth, not Road no, Bridge. The, the proper bridge. The, the railway bridge. bridge. The Meccano yeah. set. And who was 196 years old yesterday? You! <laughs> 196 years old yesterday. William Stanier? Yeah. Was the birth of 
one of the magnificent charities in this country, if not the top charity in this country that saved lives from day one. Lifeboats. The RNLI yeah. wow. was born. He's a fan of knowledge, isn't he? Welcome back to uh, Radio Newark Railways, stroke, lifeboats, stroke, stroke, Cormon. What was that? What was that? What was that? Three, two, only back in the room. Welcome to the real world. Now, possibly a bit of sport. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> we are the new explosives. We're heading for the top. We always get promoted. And we're never gonna stop. We're gonna tell me about flow serve then. Well, funny you should ask that, because um, as ever I get told nothing. But Selston apparently have been given the, a walkover into the uh, the round of the uh, Midland League Cup, which we should be playing them in if we win at South Normanton in a game that's heading for a fifth postponement. Apparently, they've already had five postponements of 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 this this game and. Um, I'm still not sure I agree with the decision to, to postpone it because of that reason. Um, but it was never going to get played at Selston. No. Um, because their pitch is still underwater. Um, so I think it's out of sheer panic they've decided to do it. Now, the Floserves trips to Normanton is technically on three, isn't it? Because one of them, they turn into a league match and rearrange that. So technically it's on three. So... Flowsafe haven't got the argument that it's been postponed five times that, if you like, Selston have got. Mm. But I still think the... The trouble with the Midland League is they haven't... They refuse to change the law. Well, they can't change the law without an AGM. It's as simple as that. They didn't put in this, if it's postponed twice, you, we can take it to the opposition's ground. That's not in there. Which is in the Knotts Cup, and quite honestly, in the majority, it's even in the FA Vars, I think, for the area. I've heard that, yeah. Um, but it's not in that cup competition rules. But but given that we're now in March, and we're still trying to play a second round, oh yeah, game of the competition, and Flowsave's other problem, quite conceivably, could be you don't know when you've got the Knotts Cup semi-final exactly which will take preference over yeah. the league cup match now fairly obviously it's not going to be played next tuesday because that's just too too tight the following tuesday is the 20 is the 17th which is the day that flow serve should be going to south normanton to play this cup match and carlton town are i've got a home league match which would have to be postponed carton town have got a midweek match every week between now and the end of the season so wherever they do they have a problem yeah common consensus seems to think it might go to the following week which is whatever 17 and 7 is 24th the 24th right common consensus thinks it might go to the 24th the 24th if flosev win at south normanton that is the date they're playing selston in the next round of the cup which will have to be called off because as i said before the county cup takes <laughs> preference if it's that date it's a mess an absolute mess and this is the second round of this league cup you've mm. got the third round the fourth round the semi-final and the final if they're is, lucky enough to do that a case given that we're rapidly getting involved in march already 
Isn't there a case for just saying, ah, well, forget the League Cup. Just scrap yeah. the competition for this season. Yeah. And then they say, it's been a completely unprecedented weather mess-up this season. Just sort of, you know, sorry, lads, we're going to have to scrap it. I think... It would solve a lot of headaches. You're not far off that stage, but I also don't think they're going to do it, because, Because uh, it's common sense. Probably, yes. Yeah, and that and that is why they won't do it. Talking of common sense, we heard what the FA said a little bit earlier on about your league will finish. Um, I had a quick look um, at who's got what to play. And this is, we're moving into grassroots gossip now, the territory. Falmouth Town from, yes, in Cornwall, beans as it's a Cornwall night. In, <laughs> in, in April, they've got 11 games in 25 days. At the moment, if everything, if nothing else gets shed. And I just worked out when they was playing, right? This is Falmouth Town's fixture schedule for April. Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Four of those games are at the other end of Cornwall. And these guys have to work. Surely, surely the FA should be saying, well, OK, lads, let's just add another couple of weeks on to the end of the season. Let's go to the middle of May. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Selston have six matches in March. Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. They're league matches before this cup match comes into it. In April, they play Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. That's their fixture schedule already. And they've also got to finish by the 25th of the month. Because that's what the FA are dictating. Where is Selston going to fit a cup match in against Flow Surf? Because if they do, they're going to be playing twice in five days. Mm. It's absolutely ridiculous. Dave, you've got some as well. Yeah, well, I had a look round um, for March. Paul Town have got nine games to play in March. This is as of the 1st of March. Hamworthy Recreation, who are in the Dorset Premier League, have played 15 games so far of a 32-match season. They're top of the table with 45 points. They're unbeaten. They've won every game. But they've only got five games scheduled for March, so they've still got half the season to play before the end of April. Claycross have got eight games in March. They've got 17 to play before the end of the season. 17? 17 games before the end of the, to, to finish. That includes Cup and other things. But yeah, um, Fort William have got eight games this uh, this month. There'll be Sleaf- snow on that pitch. Yeah. Sleaford Town have got nine games this month, 15 to play for the rest of the season. I was talking to um, a guy from the Midland Football League. Um, Kevin Preston will know his name. It's the first time I'd met him at Sporting Calcer, and he was saying that in Division 3 of the MFL, um, there's a Coventry side who've only played nine league games. Oh, uh, yeah, I did see that was in on league paper, wasn't it, in one of the little bits at the back? Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd forgotten that one. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? It's uh, just, it's just, it's unbelievable. What I did like to see last weekend is, you know, we mentioned last Thursday night that Chris Munro at Baseford had said, you know, there's my ground, use it, use it. Yeah. There was three NSL, not senior league matches, played on there. One oh, on right. Friday night and two on Saturday. Two staggered on sat- sat- Saturday. Saturday, yeah, exactly. So there was three matches played over Baseford in a 18-hour period. Wow. The joys of plastic, Mr Smith. 
Well, it's, it certainly gets fixtures played, even though the game's rubbish. Mm, well, the game's rubbish. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have said that season. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't have said Newark against Kimberley was rubbish, would you? Or no. Some of the others. I, I know what he's saying. Yes. I know what he says, and the problem with Tony is a dinosaur. He's not mm. like me and you, who, who are forward-thinking. Pinocchio. St. Perrin his grave. That's the problem we have with Tony. Um... <laughs> If you're going to play on plastic, you might as well call it soccer. No. But, you know, it's getting harder and harder to argue against it. It really is. As this winter has proved it, the teams that play on plastic are sitting back watching the world go by. The teams that play on grass are struggling. Yeah. You know, it's getting difficult to argue the point. Right, moving on. Uh, we're going into grassroots gossip. We are. Right. On, it's uh, on my schedule. Saturday afternoon, Averley were Somewhere. playing away at Meadow Lane in the uh, FA Trophy. 4 0 down. Did we ever find out where Averley is? Yeah, it was, did we find out it was in Bedfordshire, didn't we? Okay. Right. Yeah, I believe that's so. Anyway, 4 0 down, and there was 530 odd um, there out of the 4,500 crowd, and they were chanting at Notts County, 4 0, and you still don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> I, I I liken, to be honest, I like I liken Forest to Flow Serve with yeah. the chanting, and I liken Notts County to Newark Town with well, the chanting. Although, in in fairness to Notts County, they're they're, they're cops quite noisy, and at way games, Notts County are very very noisy. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah but yeah. the swimming pool then's quite noisy when it, when when you and Ian McKay get in there. The problem is the local historian reminds us it's a gentleman's game and quietens us down. <laughs> Oh boy, you're supposed to clap, old boy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, also Midhurst Football Club put a, a tweet out at the weekend saying, we'd like to say a big thank you to our groundsman, Tom, who's worked tirelessly on the Rotherfield pitch all day to ensure that Tuesday's visit of Shoreham FC goes ahead. Football clubs at this level wouldn't su- uh, survive without the dedication and hard work of people like Tom. And they showed a picture of the pitch, how it had been the day before he started. It looked like a mud pie and it was perfectly green or lined it. So... It, but apparently the guide worked 29 hours non-stop on it so yeah i tell you it's, yeah it's needed workshop town's immediate future is, seems to be secure after raising the 30,000 pound that they needed by the end of the month to pay the, basically the rent for the the ground the ground now workshop's been in trouble before and i would yeah. probably think they may be in trouble again and they're one of the better supported sides yes, in that league as well it, yeah it, it, it sh- seems to be shocking that it keeps coming it coming keeps back. coming back to haunt them doesn't it yeah it, it's, it's a shame Right, um, this one involves FlowServe actually. A guy called Roger Evans, who I think is on the board at Romulus, said, May I thank the staff of FlowServe FC for the way they showed impeccable good manners by the way they left our dressing rooms. Absolutely a credit to your football club. Thank you so much. So, when we've been talking about bad behaviour at grounds, particularly in the Mid- Midland League, that's a uh, big, big five star award there to we FlowServe. You mentioned that. that to Craig on monday night and, and they always do it in credit to them they always do it but as craig says it gives us 10 minutes to call down after the match yeah. before we have to see anybody I but mean, it's, it's it's it, it's good crow town on saturday they made sure that the dugout was spotless before they left it and the changing room Notts yeah. county first thing the guy went in says right who's on the brush tonight so they know they've got to they've got to leave yeah. it no it's, it's very good 
doesn't do any harm. Greg Smith, ex of Grantham Town and ex of New Flow Service, signed a contract to keep him at Gainsborough until the end of next season. And he scored two more goals in the week. He cannot stop scoring, can our Greg? He must and be on uh, a good win bonus. He is. He is. <laughs> um, he is. He's definitely a hero there. Um, FA Vars time. Let's let, let's just talk about the Vars for a moment because we've got no local interest in the Vars. But as I keep reminding Mr Smith, I told him last September which um, which league would actually win the thing, and um, I'm still on course. Well, you are, but you are lucky that you had the whole of the North East to pick from. But um, <laughs> the only one I haven't got updated from, Corinthian against Leighton Town, was postponed. I think, has it been played tonight? Or has it been played this week? Not sure. Not I, sure. Thought, I thought it was Saturday, but it may have it been. Could be, yeah. But um, the other results were Roxham nil, Bitten 4, so that's the... That was a bit of a... I mean, obviously, we don't know how good Bitten are, but... No. The, the, after Roxham beat Stonemark, who hadn't been beaten all season... You'd, you'd have thought well, the reason to go to Roxham and then turn them over four. Yeah, I mean it's not it, that four's quite uh, spectacular, well, isn't it? Yeah. And then we've got uh, Atherston Town against Concept by the Sea was uh, postponed. <laughs> that so, is definitely Saturday. Saturday, yeah. And um, the only other um, result was Hebben Town two Plymouth Parkway nil, um, and in front of a crowd which was a record for Hebben, apparently one thousand seven hundred and five. Heaven, of course, was one of the teams I mentioned may well win it, with the other 20 in the division. <laughs> they were, yeah, you were, yeah. <laughs> did, I, did I mention... Uh, you said Flowserve would win yeah. it. But, but, but did, did I mention I may well yet be going to the FA Vars final? No. Why, is that, why are you being a sacrificial... Well, b- because uh, be if, if not if Notts County get to the FA Trophy final, yeah. I will be going along with my the, with with Ben and Jimmy Faulkner to support Notts County at Wembley. Oh, right. Non-league day, yeah, it's quite Non-league day, and then that was the brainchild of Tony and Chenzo. He must be on a freebie somewhere, else he won't be no, going. No, it's, it's, it's not a freebie, mm. it's, it's my hard-earned mm. lollipopping. So we do have the draw as well for the Vars, which is Bitten versus Atherston or Concept. Corinthian or Leighton Town versus Heaven. So there's a bit of travelling there so again. The North East boys are away, but they yeah. will they will overcome and it'll be an all North Eastern final. You see. Um we've mentioned um Grant Holt, obviously at Roxham. Yes. Grant Holt, sort of Norwich, Premier Division football to come come wrestling. We'll have a quick look around to see um how many more ex Premier League players we can we can find playing in non league. Ricardo Fuller, ex of Stoke. Um, now at Nantwich Town. Leroy Leiter is playing at Chelmsford City. John Steady was at County last year, but of course his biggest claim to fame is that team south of the River Tyne that are now in sort of just over and above non-league. He's playing for Harrogate Town now. Mike Williamson's at, at Gateshead. Barry Hales, remember Barry Hales at Fulham? <laughs> Cracking pearl. And uh, then he went down to Truro for a time yeah. to play. Um, and then he's now at somewhere called Merchant, which... Sounds so you'll yeah, know where sorry, it is. It's sorry. It's sorry. He's 47 years old <laughs> and he's still playing a decent standard, but the story is eclipsed, Dave, is it not? Completely. By Mr. Waddles. By Mr. Waddles. Oh, from gosh, the halfway yes. line. For, yeah. um, for was it Long Bennington Veterans. Against Bottisford. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's Bottisford near Scunthorpe or Bottisford down the road. Unbelievable. Yeah. Cracking goal, and it was quite noisy there as well. Did you? It was the ten lads in the um, on the bus stop stand yeah. were giving it. Yeah, they, 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 they was giving it, it some. Um, Grantham's new manager <laughs> is <laughs> just, Gra- Gra- Grantham's manager is called Martin McIntosh. Martin McIntosh played for Stockport. Really? If you're listening, Dave Rotherham and Huddersfield, and he's managed workshop Buxton for six years, Ilkeston and Frickley. He's been around the scene. Yes. I think he'll do well for them. That's a good CV. 
I, I, I yeah. think it is. Unlike the poor, the, the last incumbents who went sort of effectively from three steps up and it was three steps too far. Have really. you got any more? No, that's it for me. My final one, and I can't let this one, one go. Um, we don't like to talk about professional football much, but I can't let this one go. League Cup winners. Okay, yeah. On six, Manchester City and Liverpool. Yes. On four, Manchester United and the team that's won two European Cups and four League Cups. Um, let me have a look. Oh, yeah, there it is. Nottingham Forest. And a Simod Cup. And then, I, yes, and, and then I look and down... And a League Centenary Cup. Then I look down the list. <laughs> Hang on, I'll go and get your next yeah, book. Yeah, there it is. Leeds United. One in 1968. That's it. There's no more needs to be said because we're moving on to the next subject. Actually, before we move on to the subject, did you see last night Arnold Town lost at home to Roused Athletic 7-1 in front of 25 people? How the mighty have fallen. Uh, uh, definitely, how the yeah. mighty have fallen. I mean, that is... Sh- moving on, I, that got leads out of the... <laughs> yeah, that, I, 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 No, we've moved on I, now. I've got a tremendous soft spot for Arnold Town. And when we went there, I think... We went there in the East Midlands Counties League and won 7 0 or something. And 8 0 at home, first uh, game of the season. But, yeah, but there were six very, very old Arnold Town fellas in the Arnold Town pullovers, and I f- my heart bled for them because mm. the, the, what, what they must have seen previously in their yeah. love for that great football club, and now they're stuck mm. with that. That's tremendously I, I, I've said it before, it's our football club should, should be running. When they, they played at, um, in the middle of Arnold, on the marketplace, on the marketplace, um, those they went there, it's a game I've told you about plenty of times, three till up with seven minutes to go in the Notts Cup and lost seven, three. Um, Mother and father went, and mother had a go on the raffle. That's the last you hear of it. You should put a name on the back of the ticket, whatever mm. else. The middle of the following week, somebody knocked on the door in Boulderton, and it was a man from Arnold with a bouquet of flowers because she'd won the raffle. And oh, he nice travelled all the way <laughs> from Arnold to Newark. That what would 99% of people do? Oh, yeah, forget that one. We'll no yeah. price, that one. No, it made the effort, and that'd be one of your six old men. I've got no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how a football club should be run, and that's yeah. why we d- we everybody hopes Arnold Town Pick get up back again. on yeah. the feet. But, but Arnold Town's biggest, biggest, biggest mistake was moving to was yeah. the coldest ground in oh, the county. Shocking. Yeah. But first game of last season, I took the programmes into the uh, away dressing room. To, to, and, and the home dressing room and the referees dressing room to dish him out and I saw the Arnold Town kit laid out and the Eagles badge looking up mm. at me and I thought wow we've come a long way yeah that's that, that, that's how people think of Arnold Town in football yeah okay uh, we're gonna have a quick look at um, step seven because we, in the league last year we had a last year last week even we had a, a look at um, step five and six Suffice to say, we haven't got a clue. No. We haven't got a clue who is going up, how many are going up. We think two will go from the Central Midlands, but that's just our judgement. And we also think that maybe none of them will go for the Not Senior League, but we do know that Southall have applied. Yes. So what we're really trying to do is read the mind of the FA so you can see what we're up against. Okay, tell me first... About the Central Midlands. Well, the Central Midlands League, um, you've got the three the three top clubs at the moment, which is Newark Town, 
um, who are on 54 from 24, uh, 22 games. Dinnington are on 46 from 18. And then you've got Retford United, 34 from 17. Newark have four games to play um, over the next month, the last game being away at Staverley on the 4th of April. But in the, in this, away at Appleby Frodingham Saturday, week after Thorn Colliery, they've got the 21st off, and then they've got Crow Colts on the 23rd. Dinnington have got a few more games. I mean, they've got to throw a cup game in against Pinkston at some time. Then they've still got to play away at Sutton Rovers. They've got to play uh, away at Kroll. They've got to play away at Retford United, which might have something uh, running on it. As um, Ernie the Fastest Milkman said, let's have a shilling on the side. Uh, Dinnington have, all, have entertained Asken. They've also uh, got to go away to Thorn. The, for some reason, the home fixture against Dronfield Town is going to be played at Dronfield. They've got Collingham at home, and on the last day of the season, they're going away to Harworth. So they've got more away games than they've got home games. So it's, it's not going to be easy for them to run in. Um, hopefully they still say good play Thorn. I think Retford's will be interesting now. They'll try and beat them. Hopefully Collingham will give them. Uh, will be playing for pride and will give them a bit of a tonking when they go there. And Harworth on the last day of the season is probably the big one now. I think somebody. Uh, we think one of those three is going to miss out. I would say so. We think one of those possibly three is two miss will out. miss out. Um, who looks like going up from the southern? Uh, well, the top team is the um, is Sherwood Reserves, isn't it? Then you've got Clay Cross. As we've already said, Clay Cross have got a shed load of games. Will they accept Shield Reserves in Step 6? Um, I'm not, I didn't look to see which league uh, Shield Colliery Reserves... Well, I they're think in Step 6, aren't they? They are, so I don't think the Reserves can go up. But they could... Yeah, no, I'd, they shouldn't go. They shouldn't be allowed no. to go up in any case. I mean, Clay Cross have got two in hand, and they are four points behind, so it's, all theirs, it's theirs to lose, as it were. But as we were saying earlier, they've got is it 17 games, 15 games before the end of the... If I would like to see Clay Cross go up because they've really been so close so many Well, yeah, times. they've been the bridesmaid three times. You know, I, three I, I would like to see because from what I know of Clay Cross, and they're not a bad They're club. nice people. Oh, yeah. They're not they're, bad. They're, yeah. The not senior league is absolutely getting fascinating because you've got Bingham Town, you've got Southall City, you've got um, AFC Dunkirk, yeah, and uh, you've Woodthorpe. got Woodthorpe. All, all, all of which... Come. Now, Woodthorpe... I don't know where they play, but I don't think they've yeah. applied for promotion. Let's put no. it like that. Uh, Southwell City, I have on good authority, are the only team that have applied. Yeah, to so leave Southwell's there. applied for promotion, but well, Brinkley's the FA's rules about March the thirtieth and all that is not going to happen. No, so unless there's some sort of, um, and they can't ground uh, share because you have to be in the ground share for the whole yeah. of the previous season. So un- unless something is happening that we don't know about, then. We can't see how they can go up, but as I say, I've given up trying to read the FA's mind. Yep. <laughs> a, yeah. A long time ago, but it would be wonderful this South would did go it up. Would be and nice. the other league I want you to look at, I've asked you to look at tonight, of course, Beans's, I may have mentioned it St. Piran's Day, um, is the West of Cornwall League. Well, as you know, there is only actually one team that play in there, which it happens to be Lizard Argyle. Argyle first team, yeah, who are currently six. Yeah, so what? 20, Tor- storming season. 25 points from 17 games, eight wins. One draw and eight losses. So, you know, it's fairly even balanced. Um, they've got a positive uh, goal difference of six. The team immediately above them, St. Day, have got minus 24. So they must have had a, had a, a, tonk, a se- serious win somewhere, though, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lizard Argyle have got Pendine at home, Penryn. They're away to Wendron United's third team. Then they're hoped, uh, away at Pen- Penryn Athletic. Then they've got St. Agnes, Hale, Helston Athletic. 
then uh, they finish the season with two home games against Perrinporth and Marazion. So and now she'll be down there with my season ticket to see the start of the next season for the boys. A season the, ticket? What's that? The, boy, that? the boys in green. Now, they are the lighthousemen. Yep. Okay. Which got me thinking. Um, That's dangerous when you start thinking. Yes, because it means work for you. Okay. Step five and above. Okay. Right to the very top. How many teams are called the Magpies? Wimborne. Yeah, uh, next week. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. You know, I didn't say Wimbledon. It's, one of, it's yeah. one of your lot. It's from down south, isn't yeah. it? It, it? It really is. So, uh, we do have some important news. Both you and me participated in this offer on Saturday. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. The, bre- the Venny Coat Watch. You'll like this, Tony. Yeah. So, Venny's um, Coat. We've got no music for Venny's no, Coat. No, so a bit of a we, shame. Did, you, we kept you up to date saying that the Notts County game, both Venny and yeah, um, yeah. Damo were out. Damo was looking like the guy from South Park and Venny was in a <laughs> sporty number and he said to me, it's about time Newark Town sponsored my coat. Well, there isn't the budget here to do that. So we put it out on air. Just after half time, myself and Mick were accosted by Jerry, Jerry Williams from Collingham in a spotless brand new Collingham coat and he said, I'm willing to pay £2 to have it, to be advertising on Venny's coat. So, any advance on two quid? No, I'm from Yorkshire. <laughs> oh, <okay>. so <laughs> we've got the legend that is Venny's coat is now yeah. worth two money. pounds. It's getting better yeah. all the time. Radio the busy tr- they're all busy trying to work out who the magpies are now, but they can wait until next week for that one because we're now going to have a look at what is happening this weekend. We go from last weekend. To this weekend, and we'll start, Dave, if we can, because we've got to rush it a little bit, in the world of football. Well, once again, I've, I've neglected to say who fl- I've brought my paper who flows over playing. Away at Walsall Wood. Walsall Wood, yes, away. So uh, that was a game that was postponed earlier, wasn't it? The, the Which will bring brain. comments all next Monday night about they couldn't see the wood for the trees. Yep. Newark Town are away, as we've already said, at Appleby Froddingham. Collingham are away at Staveley Miners Welfare. Harraby go to Lutterworth Athletic. Grantham Town uh, entertain Atherton Collieries. Southwell City entertain Burton Joyce. Aslockton entertain Orsworth Villa. Curtain Brickworks are at home to Beeston Reserves. Highcombe Town are in the Lynx Cup where they uh, are away at Immingham Town. Lincoln Morlands Railway are at home in the league to Grimsby Borough Reserves. Bingham Town entertain FC Cavaliers. Lincoln United uh, welcome Damo with Frickley um, Athletic. Sleaford Town uh, are away at Quorn. Cleethorpe's Town are away at Belper Town. And finally, Bourne Town entertain Whittlesea United, who I think you said are Peterborough away? March. March, OK. It, interesting that Belper are, are at home. Yeah, it was only two weeks ago. It was knee since, deep in. Since the water was three quarts away up, up the goalpost. Yep, yeah. It's now gone down. But it's alongside and the mill, so it drains fairly quickly. Well, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I suppose they're used to it, aren't they? Yeah. Is, is, is this at the Belper way went? Yes, it was. Yeah. Hmm. The amount of water on it might, might just might to let some grass grow. Yeah, because <laughs> there was nothing on it that day. Wasn't there wasn't. Um, <clears throat> in the hockey, the, the men are at West Bridgeford. Um, West Bridgeford's third from bottom. They really should, must take three points from that one if they're going to finish in this runners-up spot. The la- the ladies go to Staveley. Uh, another tough encounter without the wonderful Rosie Staniforth, who's away for the weekend. So that's the tallies lady, I suppose, um, missing. But uh, they really do need... They really do need... Mind you, they back. just put the win on the website anyway, don't they? Well, they do, yeah. Whatever <laughs> happens, they put the win on the website. That's the um, first time I've heard Tally's lady. In rugby! Um, <laughs> South Wilkes Stephen is the big local derby. Uh, while Newark go to Loughborough without the captain <laughs> who announced on this show last night that he's going to watch England and Wales on Saturday. 
Yeah. Not that we took the mickey out It's of a good job. I did listen to that. It's a good yes. job it's not England, oh, Italy against England, is it? You'll have to play it's anyway. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. In basketball, the Jags 1 are at home to the Black Hawks and the Jags 2 are at home to the Vikings. And in youth football, Ollerton play Farndon under 18s and with three Farndon players being sent off last week and then a trip to Ollerton this week. That should be fun. Yeah, and, they'll uh, have plenty for fines then. Kimberley are playing Newark Town under 18s and on Sunday, if you're a bit of a runner, you can either do the Retford half or the Cambridge half. Yeah, the senior youth rugby are, should be, hopefully will be, at home to Lincoln as rugby should return to Callum Road this weekend on at least a couple of the pitches. The New York Town ladies on the back of two league wins um, in, in, in the last two outings are at home to Clifton at Devon Park, two o'clock, while Gary Atwood's RHP Colts play Cleethorpes at the Sports Village at 2.15 and... Uh, as uh, I pointed out to him, you'll be quite happy settling for third this season. He pointed out to me they are six points behind league leaders in Bingham and they've got to play them twice yet. Wow, real six-pointers. So, uh, I wouldn't um, put anything behind um, behind that um, RHP Colts side, um, but let's see if they can beat Cleethorpes first. Um, Tony's got no doubt he's going back to uh, Birmingham-ish on Saturday for the third week running you'll soon know your way out that, that way yeah past aston villa past walsall <laughs> yeah the best of luck to you uh where are you, are you going to happen with frodingham or are you going to take in a different uh, game i might take a different one but apple with frodingham seems choice or however southall city against burton joyce could be quite tasty yes um, or bingham against cavaliers so it's always nice to get down to bingham i, I may well head to southall but i don't know if i'm going to head to the football or, or to the rugby well, they're close enough. We could probably get both. You in. could probably <laughs> yeah. do both, actually. Yes, yeah. it's, uh, whichever it looks like. It's, it's hard enough to put a fence around the school, but uh... um, so there you go. That's what's coming this week. Take your pick, enjoy it. It does look like the weather's going to behave, so it does look like we'll get a full fixture list in for the first time in <laughs> an awful long time, shall we say? Um, what we also do, and what I tend to forget, but I'm not going to forget tonight, is our stars of last week. Um, the the Team of the Week award, and then once again it went to the executive committee of Radio New at Sport. You've had a meeting with yourself. I've had a meeting with myself. Um, mm. It went to the executive committee, and it's done correctly. Um, I have chosen Newark Hockey Ladies for their excellent performance against le- against league leaders Loughborough Students, where Loughborough Students haven't dropped a single point all season, yeah. and they scraped a two-one victory over the ladies with a penalty flick about five minutes from time good call is penalty flick wife of hair flick <laughs> <laughs> he's, 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 he's getting down to your standard slowly yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've dragged him down there yeah. yeah um and dr jess oldman is the newark town ladies goal machine um she got two more on saturday taking her total of the season so far to 36 dr jess and she's one heck of a footballer she she certainly knows where the goal is Mm -hmm. so uh, she she was my my star of of the week stars of the week in this studio well it's been i think it's been a bit of a vintage week really because on tuesday night um, we turned the show into the holiday show and um, spoke to Ernie and Kathy Clark, who just come back from five weeks um, in Australia and New Zealand. And Ernie, of course, as far as we know, the only person to be deported from Australia back back to England. But um, they had a cracking time, an absolute 
cracking time. Park runs, big bash, Australian Open, and in between that, he did actually see his son as well. You well, know, uh, but I'm surprised uh, he had time. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think he's dragged his son and his daughter-in-law on a park run, didn't they? I think so. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so they, they had an absolute um, cracking time. And uh, last night we we sat back and, and to be entertained by by the Newark Rugby Club captain Will Britton, who always is. Good entertainment when he comes in, especially when he lets His mum made a great debut as well. Well, it was mum's debut, wasn't yeah. it? And uh, Jackie was richly sitting there shaking. Um, it always amazes me that our adults can be so nervous and kids just walk into this place as if it's, you know, yeah. it's nothing. And it, it, it worries me. But J- 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 uh, Jackie was absolutely brilliant because she told us some of the things that I'm sure Will wouldn't have told us. <laughs> yeah, the sports day one was quite entertaining, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there was one thing that Will said, wasn't it, towards the end about when he was sort of happiest at the rugby club and with his mates there, and that, that was when he was at his best. So what partner Sally and mum Jackie thought... Yeah, yeah. Um, to that one, I, um, we'll we'll never know. We'll never know. But um, next week we're, um, we're we're going Magnus. We're going to talk Magnus on Tuesday and Wednesday. We got the the PE master at uh, at Magnus, Scott McNeil. He's coming in on Tuesday night. Tell us about sport at Magnus. We heard about sport in Bombay Road in primary schools, but yes. what's sport like now at? what I would call a comprehensive school, what he would call the grammar school. But secondary modern in secondary my Secondary modern, but <laughs> this, this, this one between 11 and 16, yeah. um, how important is that? Because I, I love to see that the Magnus have now got their own rowing club. Have they? So they've brought rugby back into it, they've now got their own rowing club. It's getting to be more like the Magnus that we all knew and loved. Uh, yeah. It, it, it really... It, it, it really is. And on... Um, I suppose every street's got their own rowing club at the current time. <laughs> <laughs> well, true, yeah. <laughs> and on Wednesday night, um, we have another of what is now becoming regular visits from uh, a great friend of this show, and that's Josh Burkett. Oh, well, and yeah. this time he's bringing in a friend of his, uh, the under-16 goalkeeper at Boston United, and he comes from Longbenton, Harry Chapman's coming in. And the thing is that both of them went to Arizona. Yes. With the Boston United <clears throat> under-19 team. You know, and I just think it's fantastic because when I was at school, if we had an away match and went to Nottingham, we made a great fun... And, yeah. You know, it was great. That was it. Yeah, Retford was the first. I also remember got. playing basketball at Long Eaton and thought, yeah. you know, crack, we made it. Yeah. Arizona for wow. a week. I mean, you have really made it then, haven't you? Basketball, yeah, we. we I was very good at basketball, (laughs) mate. I played basketball. (laughs) The only American sport that's a proper sport. Okay, (laughs) right. That's it for another week on what we call the renowned Radio Newark Sport on Saint Parents' Day. If I haven't mentioned it, you didn't. You forgot. You forgot. I forgot all about Saint Parents' Day. I'm Mick Bradley. These two are just here to make the numbers up. (laughs) Coming up next, Dean Anderson and the gang for the TNT. Is this the Liverpool Supporters Club? It's the Liverpool Supporters Club. (laughs) Bye-bye.